This is NPR Illinois. I'm Michelle Eccles. The battle to keep Donald Trump off Illinois' primary ballot has now made its way to state court. Mawa Iqbal has more. Five Illinois voters are asking the Cook County Circuit Court to block Trump, arguing he violated the Constitution by engaging in an insurrection, which they say disqualifies him from holding office. They're backed by the voting rights group Free Speech for People and are asking the court to move quickly on their case, saying it's likely the issue will go to the state Supreme Court. This comes after the Illinois Elections Board voted unanimously to keep the former president on the ballot. Early voting in Illinois' primary starts next week. Meanwhile, the U.S. Supreme Court is scheduled to soon hear arguments in a similar challenge from Colorado. I'm Mawa Iqbal. An error in the government's formula on how much financial aid a student gets for college is causing a lot of uncertainty for Illinois families and colleges. Lisa Corian phillips reports. Elise Weller is a financial aid administrator at Southern Illinois University Carbondale. Everybody thinks that we have the secret inside line. We don't. Weller says her office is in limbo because the feds have promised to fix the problem, which happened as they rolled out a new financial aid form. Until then... We need the message to be from the whole financial aid community that just relax. Everybody, nobody has any advantage over you. Everyone's in the same position. But Weller says the fix will mean families have much less time to weigh their college options. Lisa Corian Phillip, WBEZ News. University of Illinois police are sharing more information regarding the death of 18-year-old Akul Dewan, a student on the Urbana campus. In a statement, they said they began searching for the student as soon as he was reported missing by a friend in the early morning hours of January 20th. The search focused on residence halls, which the friend reported as his last known location, and not a nearby club where they had last seen him. Dewan was found nine hours later behind a building on Nevada Street by an unrelated university employee. Police say they did drive by this area. Police also say their investigation indicated Dewan had been drinking, was denied entrance to the club, and turned down two offers for a rideshare. The county coroner found signs of hypothermia but hasn't determined Dewan's cause of death. City Water, Light and Power is considering an increase in its water rates. The Springfield City Council has heard from the city-owned utility during its budget process. And Ward 9, Alderman Jim Conlin, Donlin has said that the 32% rate hike would end up costing customers who use the average of four units an extra $4 a month. He says water infrastructure needs the investment. We have some major forthcoming mandates such as lead line replacements that need to be made throughout the city that are going to cost significantly. And uh, you know, not, not only that, but we have just regular distribution uh, demands. You know, some of our system, water system is pretty old. And A public hearing on the budget is February 13th and council is set to vote on the budget on February 19th. Donlin says the budget process has been very open and details have been available to the public throughout the process. A leadership change is coming to HSHS St. Mary's Hospital in Decatur. Teresa Rutherford, the president and CEO, is retiring. Her last day will be April 1st. Rutherford started her career at the hospital as a nursing assistant 45 years ago. It's 6.07.
It is 645. You are listening to NPR Illinois and Morning Edition. I'm Michelle Ackles. Joining us this morning, Jamie Toole, who is one of the managers and a partial owner of the Springfield Lucky Horseshoes. And Jamie, we wanted to have you on this morning because you're really trying to do some great things out there at Robin Roberts Stadium with the Lucky Horseshoes, but facing many challenges with just repairs and kind of the condition of the field. Talk to us first, for those who may not know who the Springfield Lucky Horseshoes are. Well, first, good morning, Michelle. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm an early riser, so I'm excited to go on uh, early. (laughs) Um, So the Lucky Horseshoes are a summer college baseball team uh, that basically our players play Division One JUCO baseball around the country. And they come here to play with wood bats to essentially try out to like a minor league player. What are they going to look like when they play with wood bats when they get into a minor league organization? But really, we are we say baseball is our platform, not our purpose. Our purpose is community entertainment, sports entertainment, uh, live music, anything we can do to bring our community together. That's sort of what the Lucky Horseshoes are about. And Robin Roberts Stadium is struggled because it's not in the best area, at least right now, because of lots of things that have happened over the years. But it's still a great place, and we've got it right next to Landfair, which has had a bunch of improvement, and Pillsbury is right there getting some attention as well. You want to keep it there, right? Yeah, I think there's an obligation to respect the history of baseball there. Uh, and, and 1925, May 12th, was the inaugural game there on those grounds, and they had 12,000 people show up. Kennesaw Mountain Landis, the original commissioner of baseball, threw out the first pitch. Satchel Page has been there. All these great Cardinal players have come through there. I think for us, it's about celebrating history and tradition. And also, to your point, the North End is there's there's a renaissance beginning with Lampier High School and that beautiful renovation. Moving Pillsbury forward, what they're doing is really really cool. Um, the, the rail project, the overpass, I, I think in the next four to five years, the North End is going to look a lot different than maybe it does today. So we're excited to be a part of that, to celebrate our history, tradition there, but also looking forward to being a part of bringing it back. Now, as a fan, you know, you come to a stadium and you expect certain things. What are some of the challenges that you're experiencing because of the unique relationship with Robin Roberts Stadium? You don't own the stadium, Right. Well, and that's pretty typical. For the most part, most minor league teams don't actually own the facility that's publicly owned. So uh, the park, uh, Springfield Park District owns uh, Robin Roberts Stadium. We have a use permit to use it for our games, and then we pay extra for additional events like our Legends game coming up on May 25th. But really, the ballpark needs a little TLC, and we're, we've worked with the Park District over the past two years but we're at the point where it needs a significant renovation to be able to put ourselves in a position to go recruit uh, more events, you know, to come to our community here in Springfield. So that could be the state championship or state tournament. That could be a university of Illinois baseball. That could be uh, a summer college softball team, which is what we're working on. Any program that we can add things like that uh, for the stadium would be things like field turf, led lights, uh, also more parking that's coming for 2024. Here's some, some additional parking, restrooms and bathrooms, ADA compliance, um, the concessions operation. So it does need uh, a big renovation. We have, if you can go to our our website, shoesbaseball.com, you'll see our plans and renderings uh, that we work with local architect Joe Petty on. Very excited about what the facility can be. Michelle, we don't expect that to be a one one project. We spend all this money in one shoot. We expect it to be a, a phased project that gets us back to where the facility should be. 
So what it comes down to always is how do we pay for it? And obviously it probably has to be a mixed kind of bag, right? So what are you thinking when you look at that? Well, I always say this first. The ownership group is, is goes out first. So it's our obligation to kind of drive this thing forward. I don't think over the past, say, 20 or 30 years, the, the baseball operation there has been extremely you know, community-oriented or really thinking forward, kind of like our group is, not to toot our own horn, but we certainly didn't come here for a year or two just to have baseball and say, oh, that was fun. We came here for the long term to really build something special. So um, our commitment is very strong financially. We've already invested just shy of a million dollars into the facility from the new LED video board to just tons of things around the stadium, fresh paint, new carpet everywhere. So it starts with us. I say that first. But then there's some really unique opportunities for grant money. Um, you know, Illinois is pretty aggressive with uh, grant opportunities, tourism grants, and so forth. That's going to likely need to be more of a team effort between the Park District, the City of Springfield, the county, uh, and then the ownership group. So we're looking forward to all of those uh, conversations. Now that we have a plan and a vision, uh, we're sort of putting the pencil to the paper to figure out what it costs. To your point, that certainly the devil's in the details and it always comes down to who's going to pay for it. We'll tell you our ownership group has a commitment, uh, a long-term commitment to Springfield. We have just about 30 seconds. Tell people where they can get more information about the nonprofit you've started to help with this effort, as well as just details about the shoes. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, we started uh, Friends of Robin Roberts Stadium, which is another funding mechanism uh, to, to get an MPO involved. And then we also have... Um, uh, the opportunity to sell naming rights for the future for the field. So uh, they can get information at shoesbaseball.com. We have an event coming up called Dinner on the Diamond with uh, Cubs Hall of Famer Fergie Jenkins on May 11th. That's going to go all into the stadium, all the resources. So shoesbaseball.com or at shoesbaseball on all of our social channels. Jamie Toole with the Springfield Lucky Horseshoes. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. It is 651. You are listening to NPR Illinois.